Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to this WWE Survivor Series 2022 breakdown and review. On screen right now, you can see the injury, the x-ray of the injury that Raquel Rodriguez suffered during SmackDown. Of course, we would be seeing Shotzi going after Ronda's WWE SmackDown Championship. Uh, and so this was just kind of setting up that match that was coming up later on. The other thing during the kickoff show, we kept seeing these these creatures, whatever they are, dancing away. I swear they were dancing for about five minutes on screen. Uh, these cricket 5G uh, little emoji things. Uh, they were just bopping away on screen. They were very distracting. And in fact, there were adverts everywhere during Survivor Series. One that I would imagine you're going to hear all about when Austin Theory came out uh, in a lot of reviews and everything. But uh, we'll get to that when we get to it. Um, so the show began with a little open from Ozzy Osbourne. He was uh, singing away and uh, we got shots of the superstars. It was a really cool open, actually. Uh, of course, Ozzy would even speak to us at one point. Uh, during the show where he was talking about his new album being out. Um, we went to the women's war games match first. It was uh, Bianca and it was Dakota that actually started off the war games. So the way this works is you've got uh, two women, one from each team starting off the match. Then after five minutes, uh, someone else comes down. Uh, and then after that, I think it's every three minutes. Uh, and basically, it's like uh, one team has an advantage. Obviously, it's two against one. Then it would be two against two. Then it's three against two. Then it's three against three. So on, so on, until all five members of both teams are in the ring. That is when the match starts. Uh, and then it's really the first to get a pinfall or I think submissions count as well. So Dakota and Bianca is who started off the women's. You can see that the uh, match was filling up here. You can see Asuka and Alexa and EO and some weapons. And uh, there is Nikki Cross sat up top watching the action unfold. She, of course, would uh, deliver a crossbody uh, down and she would land on. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, she would land on her own teammates as well. She would wipe out loads of people. So uh, I'm not sure how wise that move actually was, but uh, it is Nikki, and um, I don't think she was thinking straight. Uh, later on in the match, Becky would come in, and here you can see another big spot. Some really nice camera work here, but uh, this is Becky up top. She would deliver a senton. She would crash into EO and uh, Dakota, and that would give them the win. So it was a victory for Alexa, uh, for Meechin, Mia Yim, uh, Bianca, uh, Becky, and Asuka. They pick up the win. And honestly, there was no turn or anything here from Alexa. There's a few people saying that she gave like a bit of an interesting look at the end. But um, no, there was nothing. There was nothing really to write home about. There was no Bray logos or anything like that. I think a lot of people were thinking that Alexa was going to turn on a team or she was just going to walk off or something was going to happen. And yeah, it just never did, to be honest. It just never did. So uh, quite a surprise. Uh, I must admit, I was surprised that the face team won this match as well. 
War games are not my type of matches. Um, so if we're talking about some sort of a score here, it depends if this is your thing. If you like these kind of loads of spots, loads of weapons, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. There's not much in the way of drama. Um, it's just a big mess of a match. And if you're into that, then I think you probably really enjoyed it. But this one had quite a lot of botches in it. It was a little bit sloppy in places. As I said, things like Nikki diving onto her own teammates just looks a bit silly. There was uh, EO doing a moonsault where she landed onto, uh, I think it was Bianca and Dakota. But, like, why didn't they just move out the way? Like, you sort of have to just uh, turn your brain off for matches like this. So, yeah, not, not a match that I was crazy about. Um, but uh, I know... From our watch long, there was plenty of people that were into it. Then we went backstage and we got Jay talking to Roman. Uh, Jay was basically saying that Sammy had lied to him. He always knew that they couldn't trust him. This was sort of interesting. Roman said, look, I'll talk to him. I'll talk to Sammy and I'll look him right in the eyes. And if he's lying to me about if he's loyal to us, I will know. And uh, basically, Jay got up and left, and Roman said to Paul, get me Sami Zayn. Then we went back to the ring, and here you can see Finn making his way out. He's got uh, the mask. We've seen this mask before. I can't remember when it was. was. I think, was it Crown Jewel, maybe? I, I certainly remember him wearing this mask. So he was making his way down, but AJ came out in a mask as well. I don't know that we've seen this one from AJ before. So uh, there was AJ in a, a new mask. So uh, as I said, maybe we've seen him wear it, but if we have, it hasn't been for a long, long time. This match uh, got underway, and uh, obviously there was a big brawl. I think you knew there would be between Gallows and Anderson, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio. They spilled into the crowd. Uh, that was it. They were done. They were out of the equation. We never saw them again. The match continued between AJ and... Uh, Finn Balor, I have no idea what AJ is doing here. I think he's probably celebrating because uh, he does manage to get the victory over Finn Balor. This match, I thought, was fine. Crowds were a bit burnt out, I think, from the first War Games match. Uh, that first War Games match going for about 45 minutes or so. So at this point, we are at the start of the second hour and um, just kind of felt like the crowd were a bit flat at first. They definitely grew into it. Um, but I don't know that this was like the classic that we were hoping for. And so it was fine. I mean, honestly, I'd probably give it like three stars, something along those lines. Uh, as I said, it was fine. Um, but uh, yeah, AJ Styles, I think, picking up the win with the phenomenal forearm. Uh, moving on, we went to the Shotzi match. Shotzi against Ronda. This was a cool spot. Shotzi against Ronda, uh, they were battling away. There's this moment here where they all go into the front row. Uh, three guys that are sat in the front row, they they go backwards because Shotzi and Ronda and Shayna, they all land on top of them. Uh, the front row gets wiped out. Um, of course, they were surely planted there by WWE, but uh, it's, a, it's a fun moment. Uh, certainly didn't expect it. So they all got uh, wiped out. Here you can see Ronda grabbing the arm of Shotzi, about to get the arm bar on. 
And uh, this would be a victory for Ronda. This match, I don't know, this seemed to not really grab anyone's attention. I don't know that people had high hopes for it. I must admit, I did enjoy that front row moment where they wiped out uh, three guys in the front row. I wasn't expecting that. But um, yeah, this is just the kind of match you expected it to be, to be honest. Then we went backstage and we saw Roman talking to Sammy. And uh, basically he said, you know, where does your, did you speak to Kevin? And uh, Sammy says, yes. So we told him the truth. And what was really clever here is uh, Roman was like, well, why did you lie to Jay? And Sammy came up with a really good reason. Sammy turned around and said, well, look, Jay has, Jay doesn't trust me, right? And if he thought I was talking to Kevin Owens, that would play on his mind. He hates me enough as it is anyway. He doesn't need more reason to hate me. And he had a very important match on SmackDown. They were trying to get the advantage for war games. So he basically said, I didn't want to burden him with that, which is such a good explanation. Like I, I bought it and it seemed like Roman bought it as well. So um, he said, stand up. They stood up. They embraced. And uh, there was just a little look in Roman's eye at the end, which just made you think like, hmm, it, it, did he really buy it? Like there was just that little bit of doubt. This easily by a country mile is the best thing that was going on on this show. There is nothing that gets even close to this Sammy bloodline storyline stuff. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, then we go to our next match, and this is crazy. So this is the United States Championship match. Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. And when Austin Theory made his way to the ring, his Titantron was an advert for Beyblades. Now, that might not sound too bad, right? Because I'm sure Beyblades are cool. But um, this could be the start of something we have never seen before. I can honestly never remember superstars coming down to the ring with adverts being played behind them. Like, that is just something I've never seen. And to be honest, it's something I don't want to see. Like, could you imagine The Undertaker walking down at WrestleMania during his streak? And in the background, he's got an advert for pancakes like, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know where we're going with this. I don't know why we're doing with this. I feel like WWE make enough money as it is. Like, there's loads of little sponsorships everywhere. Like, I really don't feel like we need this. This doesn't need to be a thing. And I'm worried that this is now a thing and that this isn't just a one-off. I mean, this is the new super serious theory as well. Maybe if this was the, like, you know, selfie, laughing, joking sort of Austin theory, maybe the Beyblades thing would have worked a little better or it would have fit a little better. I don't know. But this is the new no-nonsense theory. And watching a Beyblade advert behind him is just crazy. So I'm not into this. I don't want this to become a thing. So uh, we'll have to see if this is the start of, WWE finding a way of getting some more advertising on screen. Um, yeah, big shock in this match, though. Forget the Beyblades uh, or maybe get more. Get the Beyblades out and celebrate. Maybe that's what we need to do. 
Don't forget the Beyblades. Buy the Beyblades. Spin them like crazy because Austin Theory got the dub. We have got a new WWE United States Champion. I must admit, I'm a bit confused by this because I, I don't really understand. Like, he went to cash in, failed with his cash in, managed to get into this title match anyway, and now he wins it. Like, the booking is so strange. The booking is really bizarre on this. It is really, really bizarre. But the end result is that Austin Theory is pretty much back to where he was a few months ago. Um, after everything that's gone down, like, he was the United States champion earlier this year, and then he lost the title. Uh, he obviously had money in the bank, um, and then he tried to cash in money in the bank for the United States title again, didn't succeed, and then a few weeks later, he wins the United States title. Like, I don't know what's going on here. It, it feels like we might have put a load of words in a, like, raffle, and we're just picking out, like, words at random to try and book what we're doing with Austin Theory because, oh, man, his, his, his journey this year has just made no sense whatsoever. I mean, he is all over the place. But right now, as we said, break out the Beyblades because we have a new United States champion. Then we got a little advert for WWE Shop. Uh, they've got some offers ongoing at the moment. And uh, here is Kofi uh, selling us an Alexa Bliss pop vinyl, which uh, is just pretty fun, really, to be honest. It's always fun seeing these commercials. I, uh, I like them. Uh, then we went to our main event. So our main event, of course, was the Men's War Games. Uh, and so you can see that it was Jay Uso and Butch that started us off with uh, this one. So uh, they started us off. Uh, what was interesting was that Jimmy was going to come down next, but Roman said no, and he sent Sammy, because, of course, Sammy and Jay have not worked well together, so it makes sense to send Sammy down to the ring. So Sammy was going down to the ring. Uh, you can see that uh, at this point, Ridge and Butch are both in the ring. Sammy would make his way down. Uh, eventually we would get to the point, and this is what annoys me about war games, is that we have to sit and watch all these people slowly coming down to the ring. Like every three minutes, someone else comes down, someone else comes down. I feel like about 20 odd minutes goes by, 20 minutes plus. And then when the match, when everyone's in the ring, you do normally get to this point where one ring has got a, lo a load of uh, the one team, the other ring has got like a line of the other team. And you do just think to yourself, what was the point in watching everything that I've just watched? Like, I understand that they're a bit worn down now, but I feel like that this match could be booked a lot better, to be honest. I really do. Like, I do feel like to sit there and watch the 20-odd minutes and then we finally get to this point, which just sort of means, like, why don't we just start the match from this point anyway? Like, why did we need all the stuff that came before? So, yeah, I don't know. This, uh, well, we'll get, I keep saying it. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. Um, we got a great moment here, though. As I said, um, this, this is when the match gets really good because um, yeah, Owens hits a stunner on Roman. Referee counts two. And Sammy prevents the three. Sammy prevents the three, which is really cool. 
Then Sammy low blows Kevin, which was super shocking. Uh, this allowed Jay to get the splash. I mean, all of this is just edge of the seat, screaming at the TV stuff. This is the good stuff right here. This stuff is amazing. So uh, he prevented the three counts. Low blow to Kevin. Allows Jay to get the splash in the three. And uh, it's a win for the bloodline. The bloodline win, thanks to Sammy. A lot of people thought, uh, myself included, that Sammy was going to cost the bloodline. Not the case at all. It's actually the complete opposite. It was a lovely swerve. Uh, really liked it. Here you can see Roman embracing uh, Sammy and the big shocker. Look at that. Jay embraces Sammy as well. Jay, who hates Sammy. Um, he's been one over. He's been one over. That's the big talking point coming out of this. This match was fire, by the way. This match was so good, but it's so good because of Sammy. It is so good because of that dynamic. Of course, it's great seeing Roman in there as well. But the Sammy story, so, so good. The low blow, didn't know what was going to happen between him and Kevin. Um, this from uh, Sammy and uh, Jay, like, oh, so good. So, so good. Um, and then that is how it ends with uh, the bloodline standing tall um what i would say about this show is I, I think this is one of the big four if you compare this to SummerSlam, to wrestlemania to royal rumble i think this is well behind well behind this is nothing compared to those shows um i think that this match this main event sort of saved this show for me uh, I'm going to say that this is about a six, about a six, maybe a six to five. Um, and I really give the bulk of the credit of that to the main event. I give the bulk of the credit of that to Sami Zayn. Some people might think that's harsh. But as I said, I've been very honest in saying war games. Just it's just not for me. Um, I don't really find them that entertaining. Or I don't find them that exciting. Um, and then add on top the fact that you had Ronda and Shotzi, which I thought was a bit bland. And then you've got, um, I thought the triple threat match was decent, but I am confused as to why we've put the belt back onto Austin Theory. Um, and then AJ and Finn, I just didn't feel kind of got to my expectation. Um, maybe my expectations were too high for that. So, yeah, I mean, I have to say, I actually think this is one of the weaker pay-per-views this year. But I would love to know your thoughts. What did you think about it? And I tell you what, I am really excited to see what's going to happen on Raw and really excited to see what's going to happen on SmackDown. So uh, I am very, very intrigued in the fallout from this show. But feel free to let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Really appreciate uh, the support. And I will see you again next time. I'm off to play with my Beyblades. Bye for now.